Hi, this is Mike Madura and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Z. And it's Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's the Monday after a weekend that saw painful Liverpool fans, insane celebrations for Gujarat fans in the IPL and rain in Monaco. This is ZFM Sport, your favourite sports show and your favourite team is in studio to deliver our Monday edition as we pick apart the weekend that was in the world of sport, local as well as international. That team led by our producer Sean Tafirinika is Alois Bungira. Barry Manandi and myself Mike Madoda. What can you expect on the home front? A brace by Walter Musona and an impactful performance from youthful forward Tandong Wenya was the icing on the cake that resurgent champions AFC Platinum needed to seal a dominant display as they dispatched Triangle United to go four points behind log leaders chicken in in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. We'll be taking a look at the rest of the results that saw stuttering Highlanders draw in Kariba and Dynamos drop points as they welcomed back Tonderai Stanzan Diraya. In international sport news, all-rounder Hadik Pandya is being tipped as a future India captain after his inspirational all-round display helped the Gujarat Titans defeat the Rajasthan Royals by seven wickets to claim their first IPL title at the first time of asking. And in Around the World in 60, we have updates from New Zealand, the United States, as well as Monaco. After our play of the day, it's time for the castle World Football Report and Real Madrid manager Carlo Ancelotti praised his side for a terrific season after they beat Liverpool in the Champions League final on Saturday night for Los Blancos' record-extending 14th European Cup title. Nottingham Forest manager Steve Cooper says he is proud of his players as the Tricky Trees were <laughs> promoted to the Premier League after a 1-0 win against Huddersfield Town following last night's Championship playoff final at Wembley and defending CAF Champions League Coach Pizzo Mosiwani says there is a lot at stake for him and his Al-Akhli side ahead of their final against Moroccan giant Guidad Casablanca tonight. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport.
Uh, kick off every Monday is always on the home front and we begin by talking the top tier domestic football the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League where braced by Walter Mosona and an impactful performance from youthful forward Tandongwenya was the icing on the cake the resurgent champions FC Platinum needed to seal a dominant display as they dispatched Triangle United 4-0 to get within four points of log leaders chicken in in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League the emphatic victory led uh, left coach Nomen Mapeza believe leaving his side has a high ceiling despite a patchy start to the season. Coming up, it's coming up. Uh, the words of Norman Mapeza, the head coach at FC Platinum. He says that uh, initially uh, his charges have been a bit nervy uh, at the onset of the season, but they're beginning to show signs of improvement. And it really showed, Barry, in that barnstorming first half performance. As early as the first minute, they were in the lead. Yeah, um, one of one of the things that uh, uh, an opposition team going to Mandala uh, can hope for or be hopeful for uh, once they concede an early goal is they've got lots of minutes to get back into the game. Well, the other side of that same coin is that the team that has scored, which is FC Platinum in this case, has got a lot of time to score more goals and that's exactly what it, what happened in this game where uh, they managed to then uh, uh, get ahead of steam, uh, score four goals, which is pretty emphatic against a triangle side that's performing in the season, in the in the league this season. Uh, so it's it's a good result for Norman Pesa. Lots of confidence for the boys and I'm not surprised that in his post-match interview he's so Hoop, uh, saying that the boys are now catching the style, the system and also the competition. So it's going to be an interesting couple of months uh, seeing how FC Platinum can bed themselves in whether this is a false dawn or it's a real deal. Well, they're within four points of the long leaders, uh, Alois, and uh, a lot of people were beginning to write off FC Platinum. Uh, but traditionally over the last five years, we've seen FC Platinum with a very strong finish to the season. They are always better in the second half. And Norman Mapeza will be looking at those uh, uh, standings and uh, taking a look at that log and thinking, you know what, the teams above me have been dropping points. There's no reason why we shouldn't fight for honours. Yeah, I think they can actually believe right now. You know, to be honest, when the season started and they were not getting uh, good results, a lot of people were thinking, ah, these youngsters, they still need time to click, they still need time to, to gel and to actually adapt to Norman Mapeza's style. And even Norman Mapeza, he was not as confident as he, as he should be. You know, other people outside were more confident and uh, about these boys, I, I think uh, I think he was more worried about the players that left 
instead of uh, looking at these boys. I think somewhere along the lines, he decided, you know what, these boys can actually mm. play. Then I think he changed. He's at the end, he, he started focusing. He's now. began to trust yeah, them he, he now, Yeah, now he trusts these boys. And you can actually see even if his mood and everything in it, you can actually see now everything is together. These boys are talented. You know, they've got a very good, good bunch of players. And uh, now four points, like you're saying, adrift. Mm. They cannot believe. Yeah. They can actually say, you know what, since we always start slowly anyway. Yeah. It's now we results, yeah, yeah. It's not two results. Exactly. And, so and, and, and now, now, now they're in it. They're yeah. back in it. Uh, seriously back in it. Yeah, seriously back in it. And yeah. It'll come down to how they perform in the so-called big matches when they're up against their fellow uh, rivals at the top of the table. Yeah. How are they going to perform when they come up against Dynamos, when they play against Chicken Inn, mm. when they play teams like that? They've already played Triangle and dispatched them rather comfortably. Mm. And Triangle was one of the teams that was doing well. Wayne from Mutara says Nguenya is the youth star in our local league. FC Platinum will win the league again. He's out in Motare. And uh, listen, fans are starting to believe are again. starting to think, looking at FC Platinum <laughs> and, and they're seeing the obvious threat that's there, Barry. Um, Tandung Wenya doing well, but also some of the names that we are now beginning, of course, to talk about, the likes of Walter Musona, yeah. the likes of Donald Teguru. Those players, of course, have been around for a long time yes. and they know and understand our local league. They're beginning to take on the burden of leadership. They are. Uh, Juan Mutuz is another one who's uh, been around and uh, now playing in a team that I believe suits his style a lot better. Um, and so when you look at those names that are there, uh, add to that the fact that Gift Bello is still there, William Steamer, players who've played under Norman Mapeza, uh, Blessing Moyer, who's now in his second season uh, at, at uh, SC Platinum, the second-ish uh, season because he's played a couple of uh, Champions League campaigns under Norman Mapeza. Uh, there is a bedrock of players who understand the system, understand the style. Here's my concern, and, and that's why I'm not I'm not necessarily going all out. I felt seeing FC Platinum before this little uh, um, violence-induced uh, break, FC Platinum was struggling to to strike the balance between attack and defence. So consequently, when they, when they had the ball, they looked great. When they didn't have the ball, they didn't look so 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 flash. If he sorted that out, then I think they've got a realistic chance. But let's see how, how it goes. Let's see how it pans out. Let's take a look at the other results uh, in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League. ZPC Kariba and Highlanders playing out a goalless draw at Nyamunga. Joel Lopata's first game in charge at Highlanders and he picks up a point on the road at Sakuba. Black Rhinos beat Wawa 1-0 whilst at the National Sports Stadium. There was a goalless draw between Harare City and Bulawayo City. At Luveve, Chicken Inn dropping points against Yada Alois and uh, that's a game that Chicken Inn would have been expected to win. Yeah, most definitely, Mike. When you look at it, they are fighting for the championship and there is FC Platinum coming up strongly now and they're starting to drop points. These are the points that they're going to rule at the end of the season. You know, we started looking back and say, you know what, three points. Maybe they would have lost the league by two points and they would be looking at this game and say, we could have collected. The... You oh. cannot when you're chasing the title. These are the teams that you should dispatch. Yeah. You should actually struggle against your fellow title title contenders, not so, the so team. In, no. Instead of having are... a one-point lead, had they beaten Yada, ya, ya, they could have been having a three-point lead For at sure. the exactly. top of the table, so especially if you consider the fact that uh, Dynamos uh, then went on to draw with the Arentos, uh, and fell away from Platinum uh, at the National Sports Stadium. Yes, and then of course FC Platinum emphatic 4-0 win uh, over Triangle like we've been discussing. Ngezi Platinum stars Barry Golas draw with Manika Diamonds at the Biobab Stadium. Uh, they 
looked like they'd turned a corner, uh, you know, with a thumping 4-0 victory uh, in the previous uh, match day. But uh, they're now back again uh, to dropping points, albeit against a, a very good Manika Diamond side. Yeah, um, that, that's what's going to be the struggle, isn't it? Because uh, the 4-0 win was against uh, Wawa or Tenex. Mm. It was one of the prison yeah. teams. Uh, and, and in truth, those are teams that you should beat <laughs> with the squad that uh, that uh, they have at the Baobab. And then when you come, come up against teams like Manika Diamonds that can play a bit, that's what's going to test you. So I don't think Benjani's uh, style, what he wants out of those players, has yet bedded in. But if you're not losing in that condition, you're in a good space. But I don't think that a title tilt is on. But for the question, Mike, yeah. where is Ngezi in, in the <laughs> equation? To be honest, are we saying they're title contenders? Or we are fine I, I with think, them just I, being I, somewhere there. Let, let's, let's, where where let, are let's they exactly? Where, at, where at do you the, put them? Where at, do you place at, them? The, at the start of the season, we expected Ngezi Platinum Stars to be challenging. Yes. Yeah. Because you take a look at uh, the playing staff that they have. Yeah. Yeah. You take a look at the level of support they have off the field. The yes. investment that has gone into the team. Yes. As well as the vision. Because uh, you take a look at the, uh, the, 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 the owners of the team. They have mm. talked up a title challenge. And the fact that they want to see the team as one of the best in the country but when you take a look at their form in their last five matches they have uh, uh, got two wins two draws and a defeat so that's patchy form and right now as far as the standings uh, are concerned they're seven points behind the league leader so they need to get on a run of games Alois where they're going sort of like five games winning games and hope that the teams above so draw points so basically we're still saying that this is a team that should be challenging for the championship yes and we want them they, they are still title contenders yes. we want them there this is where we we're expecting them for to sure. be yeah. challenging for the championship but, but the circumstances so, in which uh, Benjani took over l- yeah. let's be fair yeah it was uh, it was it, going yeah it was yeah, already going yeah. south yes. and then you know that instability he's coming in he's trying to steady the ship and he's trying to implement a new playing style a new philosophy and take the game uh, the, 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 the team forward I think probably Barry maybe after five more matches will we see definitive patterns as far as Benjani is concerned yeah. uh, for sure um, I, I I, I agree with that. Um, I also think that we can judge him in the second half of the season. We've got the window opening on Wednesday uh, for the Premier League. Uh, let's see Do you what he does. Them to invest? I, I don't expect them to invest in inverted commas. I expect them to promote quite a few youngsters out of their, their reserve side uh, because uh, Benjani is an admirer of some of the kids that are playing down yeah. there in the under 19 team. So we'll see what happens after he inducts those into the first team. Okay, a couple of matches are played uh, also on a Sunday. Tenex uh, with a valuable three points as they beat Cranbourne bullets uh, at Sakuva Yabo uh, would have been disappointed with that result. He would have been targeting Tenex as a team that he can beat. And then Bulawayo Chiefs up ending Caps United 2-0 at Luverve. You take a look at Caps United Alois, 13th place. They've lost their last five matches. Should we be starting to get worried? Should we be talking about perhaps a relegation dogfight that could be looming? Yeah, uh, Mike, uh, these things are possible. You know, when you have got problems in your camp and you're losing five games on the trot, it becomes very worrying, especially for those that are, are close to the club. Harare Derby uh, up next. Uh, yes, it could be six. Mm. You know, it could be six out of, out of six. And uh, they're one point uh, above our relegation zone. Yeah. And against Dynamos, if they lose, they plunge right, right, right into it, into the relegation zone. And getting out of there, it's not easy. You know, we've seen yeah. big teams going down. Mm. We've seen, we've seen, uh, it can Zimbabwe happen. Saints going down. Successful you know, teams can yes. go down. We've and seen, uh, Blegacy's go mm. down. 
you know, uh, we don't want to get to that, to that, uh, to that kind of. Yeah. We've seen black rhinos as well. They've gone down before. They've gone yeah. You know, they were a big team at that yes. time. You know, they they went down. Mm. So this is a possi- now, we, as we see it, it's it's a distinct possibility. Yeah, it's a distinct possibility. A message that's coming from Henry Kakopa out in Dublin. Ireland. He says, as long as Caps United, Highlanders and Dynamos are struggling, Zimbabwean football is at risk of collapsing. True or a bit far-fetched, Barry, because those teams have been struggling for the last five years. <laughs> uh, Zimbabwean football hasn't collapsed. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit dramatic, okay? Uh, yeah. It's a bit sensational, um, but it's always good to have the big three performing well. Uh, right now, you've got, I would say, you've got one that's 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 struggling and that's Caps United. You've got another that, the, the other two Two are in a state of flux, uh, whereby they're trying to sort out their problems. Uh, money can paper over a lot of cracks. They've got the advantage of that. Okay, Divine Katsande Pa Rydal Ridge says, Hi, sports team. I'm enjoying the show. Hearing you loud and clear. We hope you are hearing us loud and clear around the country. This is your favorite sports show, ZFM Sport, on a Monday as we look back at the weekend that was in the world of sport, local as well as international. Do keep your messages coming in. And we'll try and read as many of them as we can. Our WhatsApp platform is 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. Twitter and Facebook at ZFM Sport. And we're also available as a podcast on Apple, Google, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Simply search for ZFM Sport and subscribe. Now, let's give you the rest of your local sports news. We've got rugby, tennis, as well as golf. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba, my Tourier's Super Striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. In our local sports news, Ronald will start with rugby, where Zimbabwe Goshawks coach Brendan Dawson read the riot act to his players after their sluggish performance resulted in a 37-0 mauling by the Leopards in a Curry Cup First Division rugby encounter played in Cape Town on Saturday. The Goshawks, who have had some decent performances that powered them to two victories in their last three games, were a pale shadow of themselves in Saturday's game as they struggled to contain their opponents, particularly at set pieces. On to tennis news, where rising tennis prodigy Tadiwa Nashe Mauchi claimed her maiden doubles title in the on the ITF World Tennis Juniors uh, following a memorable run at the Cranred Petroleum J5 tournament at Bulawayo Country Club on Saturday. 16-year-old Zimbabwean and her South African playing partner, Sophia Fuller, capped off a memorable week by winning the final 6-4-7-6 against the South African duo of Selena Joseph and Che Nell. And then we wrap it up with golf news. Zimbabwe's golf star, Scott Vincent, we always said bring him to the Zim Open. Mm. He pulled off one of the greatest cards. Mm, the Michael. <laughs> he pulled off one of the greatest comebacks in Japan golf tour history to win the gateway uh, to the Open, Mizuno Open, uh, for his third victory on tour. With his li- latest victory, Vincent also punched his ticket to the 150th Open uh, Championship, where he will be making his debut, op- major debut, at the old course at St Andrews in July, trailing by seven at the start of the final round. Uh, Vincent fired a seven under six to force Australia's Anthony Quayle into a sudden death playoff before beating the Australian in the second extra hole with a par at the JFE uh, Setonaika uh, Golf Club yesterday. Scott Vincent flying the flag with a plum. Alcohol may be hazardous to health if consumed to excess. The operation of machinery or driving after the consumption of alcohol is not advisable. Not for sale to persons under the age of 18 years. Castle Lager is more than just beer. It's pure liquid gold.
crafted from the finest local ingredients to deliver a taste that is somewhat dry, somewhat bitter, but never sweet. It's the taste that stood the test of time. It all comes together with a castle. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. It's a stop of childhood fantasies. A fitting finish for this new franchise. Home ground, home crowd in tour. And they've achieved what many thought unlikely. New captain, no problem. Wooderer Titans are champions of Tata IPL 2022. Uh, the winning moment uh, from the IPL, the 2022 edition, won by the new franchise, uh, the Gujarat Titans. What a victory. It seemed improbable at the start when the team was being put together, but they have pulled off one of the most memorable tournament performances out at the IPL. And their all-rounder, Hardik Pandya, is being tipped as a future India captain as his inspirational all-round display helped the Titans defeat the Rajasthan Royals by seven wickets to claim their first IPL title. The Titans were made to field first in last night's final in Ahmedabad after losing the toss but were able to limit the Royals to 130 for nine on the back of figures four of three for 19 from skipper Pandya uh, and some tight bowling from the rest of the unit. Pandya then put on a, a half-century stand with Shubman Gill to help the Titans recover from the loss of two early wickets to chase down the target with 11 balls to spare with Gill selling the win by clubbing a huge six. Let's hear from the winning skipper. Uh, obviously, uh, I'll count myself lucky one. You know, I've been in five finals and I've kind of won five times. So, um, it's, it's been exciting. This is going to be a very special one because we kind of created, we spoke about creating legacy and making sure that, you know, this is... Generation to come, everyone will remember that you know this was the team who started this journey, and you know to start and you know kind of first year win the championship is kind kind of very special. We like to play proper bowlers uh, who can win you matches all day. Uh, obviously, batters can obviously chip in and you know kind of make sure that whenever, whatever or whenever we required, batsmen will kind of put their hand up and say we are there. But most of the time, I have seen in T20 cricket, you know it's a batter's game, but you know bowlers win you games. Uh, Hari Pandya, they're talking him up. He's led the team ably, uh, shown what he can do, especially with the ball, not so with the bats, but in terms of his leadership, Barry, he has been outstanding. He has been outstanding, and uh, but it just shows you how fickle punditry can be. Uh, this is the same team that was vilified for their for their performance in the auction before the tournament started and their recruitment that, ah, they didn't have the right players. You know, and the then average, the players, average they were, players they were bringing in. They, they, they didn't have enough to challenge, and as an expansion franchise, this was not the way to, to go. They didn't have the experience uh, in the tournament the way that they ought to have. And also, oh, they're appointing Hardik Pandya as captain. He doesn't have the leadership credentials. Oh, oh. Does well, that show yeah, you, yeah. though, Barry, the importance of balance in sport? You know, yes. it, it's something that uh, a, a lot of fans and a lot of people don't consider, that balance is more important than talent. Absolutely. Balance is 
critical in sport. And and when you have the right balance, yeah, you always need the superstar. You always need to have uh, uh, somebody who's going to carry the day or, or, or on your behalf if you should need them. But at the at the at the uh, the, the baseline, it's a team sport. So have a good balanced team and you've always got a chance well they always had a chance especially with the likes of David Miller the South African approving listen he was absolutely magnificent in many ways their best player what do they call him Killer Miller mm. so you need <laughs> you, Killer you, Miller. You, you need a guy who's going to be able who's got the, 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 the who can smell blood when blood is in the water and so they had that and then of course then you need the leadership and also then everyone chips in with the 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 the, the runs and also the wickets when needed at critical times. So for me, you, you nailed it when you talked about balance. And I think this was a balanced outfit that were able to fight together, stick together and win the tournament. Uh, let's take a look at the individual stats. A big hitting England batsman, Joss Butler, was the tournament's leading run scorer with 863 runs in total. He was followed by KL Rahul uh, of the Lucknow Super Giants. And then, of course, his teammate, uh, Quinton de Kock, uh, also of the Super Giants. He had 508 runs. As far as the wickets are concerned, Yusvendra Chahal was the highest wicket taker with a 27 at an economy of 7.75. And then Warindu Hasaranga of the Royal Challengers, he snared 26. And Khakiso Rabada uh, of the Punjab Kings had 23 wickets to his name. But the upshot from the weekend, the new team, the Gujarat Titans, crowned IPL champions for season 2022. Let's take you around the world in 60. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. Let's take you around the world instead. 60, start the clock. Now we kick off in New Zealand where the Highlanders snatched a Super Rugby Pacific's final quarterfinal spot and will play the Blues at Eden Park this Saturday despite losing their final regular season match 31-30 to to the Rebels in Melbourne. After an extraordinary topsy-turvy match, the Highlanders took eighth place on the table thanks to their losing bonus point. In the rest of the Super Rugby Pacific results, Crusaders 28-15 over the Reds. Uh, the, uh, in a tight match, Fijian drew a lost. Uh, 34, uh, 35 to 34 to the Chiefs and then uh, Moana Pacifica victorious over the Brumbies 32 to 22 uh, the Blues winning on the road 20 to 17 to the Waratahs while the Western Fourth Force prevailed over the Hurricanes 27 to 22 in the United States the Boston Celtics uh, reached the NBA Finals for the first time in 12 years after they held off a determined Miami Heat for a 196 game 7 win Boston failed in their last 5 playoff runs and almost did so again as Jimmy Butler missed a late three-point attempt uh, which would have given the Miami, given Miami the lead. Uh, the Celtics held on for victory as they will go on to face the Golden State Warriors in the NBA Finals. This is a bit of a uh, um, uh, almost the, 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 the new School yeah. versus the old school. The old versus the new. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, uh, of course, uh, we know the Celtics, uh, most successful team in the NBA. For sure. Uh, up against uh, the most successful team in recent times in, recent in the times, Golden yeah. State Warriors. So it makes for a very interesting matchup. Uh, too difficult to call for me, but I would lean towards the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, Golden State Warriors have looked imperious. Uh, we'll keep you updated right here on this show. In Monaco, Sergio Perez, they call him Checo, uh, claimed an unlikely victory 
victory in an incredible Monaco Grand Prix with home favourite Charles Leclerc only fourth as Red Bull outsmarted Ferrari after heavy rain led to chaos in the Principality. The race was delayed by over an hour after the heavy heavens opened shortly before the expected start time and the drama from the wet rolling start ended with a spectacular drive finish for Perez uh, who held off uh, Carlos Sainz for the race win. Don't miss full details on the Zamoko Formula 1 report which is always on our Tuesday show. The hits live. I don't want to know you are the one thing in my We're way. You home, 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 home. I'm loving you so. You are the one thing in my way. Here. See. The Casalaga Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League. The Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castle on the Castle Lager World Football Report. Carvajal finds Casimiro into Valverde. Quite an effective passage of play that from Real Madrid. Valverde then drives it in and they go ahead. Vinicius Junior. Lovely touch by Salah. Still going Salah. Corsair again. What a save. Fantastic save. It's been a wonder show by the Real Madrid goalkeeper. For 82 and a half minutes. Full-time whistle. Real Madrid are the European champions for the 14th time and Liverpool's treble dreams are ended here in Paris. Z. It's all over, it's all over, it's all over. That's what Charles Mabika used yeah, to say on radio. It's all over, Fadai. <laughs> yeah, it's all over this edition of the Champions League. The champions are Real Madrid. Now, their manager, Carlo Ancelotti, praised his side for a terrific season after they beat Liverpool in the Champions League final on Saturday night for Los Blancos' record-extending 14th European Cup title. Madrid won 1-0 after Vinicius Jr.'s 59th-minute goal, as you heard in that audio, with Ancelotti's side impressively keeping Klopp's Liverpool side scoreless uh, helped by an outstanding performance from goalkeeper Thibaut Courtois uh, let's hear from Real Madrid manager Don Carlo Ancelotti I think that uh, we had a fantastic season uh, we did really well it was a difficult game, suffered a lot more first half, better second half I think at the end with the, all the game that we played uh, I think we deserve to win this competition, we are uh, really happy uh, I am a Champions League, I had the luck uh, to come here last year and, uh, and uh, to have a fantastic season. I found, uh, as usual, a fantastic club and a really good squad uh, with a lot of quality, with a lot of uh, mental character, with strong mental character and uh, I think uh, the season was top. See. Carlo Angelotti extending his remarks beyond just the final of the Champions League and saying it has been a fantastic season. The champions of Spain and now the champions of Europe. You go, are we, are we guilty of, of uh, perhaps not uh, putting enough respect on the Real Madrid name uh, on the basis that they do horses for courses, play the opponent more so than having a style of their own? Ah, uh, Benny, no, no. Uh, to be honest, <laughs> let's be honest. Even in La Liga, this was not their best season either. Sure. You know, some of us, we watch football. So we follow this. When a team is playing well, guys, we applaud. You know. La Liga was just not there this season. Right. Yes, they won it. Yes, we can, we can clap. And when you look at the Champions League as well, the Champions League, they, it was smash and grab. They won game that day. Even... 
against PSG. PSG was a better side. Yeah. They went on to play Man City, Chelsea. Chelsea was a, almost almost wonder. But Chelsea they did lose them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, they they there was some level of luck and mental Man strength. City mental strength. Them. Yes. This uh, when he talked about everything, the qualities that he mentioned. I think the best quality here was the mental strength. They had that. You know, honestly speaking, there are times when you are losing 3-0 and you still think you are still in the game yeah. it's, un- it's unbelievable they still came back you get what I mean when they, lo- they consider they go against Man City yeah. you would think oh, Man City they are now here mm. but they still clawed back yeah. that's that's the mental strength but football they were not they were not, they were not they playing not the greatest of football yeah. no they were not and, and, and I think again uh, we, we, we are almost guilty of, of, of doing that of the again. same thing uh, of the same thing <laughs> and, and I, I want to give them credit uh, yeah. you know for uh not just mental strength because you know they they also do have the ability uh, to play a bit uh, and what I saw especially you know a lot of people talk about Benzema talk about um, Vinicius Junior and rightfully so those those goals have led them uh, in their best moments this season but look at Modric for me uh, in yeah, this particular yeah, yeah, game yeah, yeah, was yeah, outstanding because um, he sort of like negated the Liverpool press yeah. by his ability to almost soak up pressure mm. and then find the forward pass yes, yes. not a lot of midfielders can find the forward pass under pressure, under pressure most yeah. will resort to passing backwards so and true. sideways but there were so many moments where Modric was able to turn almost a negative situation into a very positive attacking situation where they got behind Liverpool's press and they were already through on attack. So I want to give credit to Modric. I mean, he showed why uh, a lot of people rate him as one of the premier uh, midfielders in world football. Even at that age, 36, 37 years old, uh, I mean, he will be the first name on the team sheet at Real Madrid. So there is pedigree, guys. When you take a look at the fact that Real Madrid has won this title 14 times, yeah. the team that's in second, AC Milan, has won it seven times. Seven times Liverpool yeah. in third has won it six times. Yeah. So we talk about pedigree. We talk about the top table of European football. But I'm telling you, Real Madrid are kings mm. of Europe and they sit at the very top of the table. Why? Because they have this pedigree. Yeah. They have this know-how. They know how to navigate these competitions, these finals. They get to finals and invariably they win. No. And, and indeed, um, I think it was Thibaut Courtois who said uh, uh, we don't play finals, we win finals. Uh, I can't remember which Real Madrid player. It's going to have been Tabani Magucci. <laughs> or, or <not. laughs> no, no, <laughs> we don't play finals, we win finals and they won this final. I'm glad you bring up Luka Modric. We're going to talk about the man of the match just now but also his midfield uh, compatriots in inverted commas, the, his colleagues in Casimiro and Tony Cruz also had phenomenal f- uh, uh, football match because they were able to provide the yeah. defensive solidity that they needed against a very good Liverpool side. Yeah, I think defensively uh, uh, Real Madrid did well. You know, although Liverpool actually managed to get those chances, you know, the, yeah. to be honest, Liverpool got chances. You know, they could have uh, equalised or even have won that match. It did not been for uh, Thibaut Couture, who I thought was the man of the match. But uh, to of, 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 of Luka Modric you know I don't you know astounding astounding fan when Madrid do play you know what you go breathe a sigh of relief and then he brought up he carves it yeah yes but then he brought up 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 he but then I don't go change as you know so I don't breathe I don't breathe, 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 breathe I'm a sigh of relief so, I, I, I think, throughout the game I think the big players uh, know what to do in big moments 
they do. Yeah, uh, they do. And then they invariably come through. And uh, messages have been coming in, of course, uh, of congratulations uh, and even of taunting. Uh, you know, a lot of fans <laughs> wanted to taunt uh, uh, Liverpool. Uh, and uh, let's go to Mutare. A lot of messages coming in uh, from Mutare at the moment on the show. Uh, and uh, we're just, uh, oh, looks like uh, there's been a bit of a, 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 a stick up with our WhatsApp uh, platform. Glitch, glitch in the yeah, matrix. Because there are so many messages that are come, trying to come in yeah, at the same time. And we were just about, of course, uh, to, to read uh, the messages that were coming through. All right, this one is uh, it's Desire Mudoni. Mutare says, Anza Madrid, Yakaita Shakanaka. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> so he's definitely enjoying uh, that victory. Uh, we move on with our messages here. There's some, of course, on local football. We're not going to read those. Uh, we're going to stick to the ones, of course, uh, on uh, the uh, Champions League uh, final. Uh, and we go to Wayne, uh, says, I support both Liverpool and Madrid. My heart was telling me Madrid, but my head was saying Liverpool. Vinny Jr. is the best youngster in the world. Konate, what a game. And that the duel between those two players was absolutely phenomenal. And Konate needed to be at his best, and he was. Yeah, he was at, at his best. And... and uh Fittingly, in inverted commas, uh, uh, the goal that Vinny Jr. scored was when he managed to escape the clutches of Konate and get behind uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold uh, and find that pocket of space. So, But that's what good, good players do. They, they, they just need a moment uh, to turn a game. Okay, this one says, uh, guys, Anze, I know a lot of people might disagree with me, but Vinny Jr. is the best player in the world now. Alois, is he the best in the world now? I agree with the one who said who, talk, who, 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 who sent the message earlier. We say the best young player at the moment. That one I can agree. But best player in the world at the moment, nah. Now he's coming up. You know he looks like uh, he's he's going to be one of uh, one of the great players in the near future. One of the good ones, but yeah. he, you cannot start telling us that he is better than Mbappe. You you can't you can't be telling us now that he's better than De Bruyne. He's better than Salah. Yeah, no, no, not now. No, he's not. He, he's yet. not there yet. But he's he's, he's one of the best. No, no, he's a phenomenal player. Yeah. Phenomenal. phenomenal. If yeah. I have to name uh, the five best players in the world, I think uh, I, I, I might throw in uh, Vinicius yeah, Junior. Slot in at number yeah, five, you can yeah. slot in at number five. Yeah. He, he's, <laughs> <laughs> uh, RM Master Bex in Sky says, "Hi guys, how could the Reds want Kunyunya? But it's Kunyunya. That's where they lost it, and then Real Madrid capitalized by long balls, uh, well articulated. Uh, so that's uh, RM." Uh, Master Bex out in skies. We're going to uh, read uh, a couple more messages here. Uh, and this one is uh, from Chris Mbinya from Glen Lawn. He says, good evening, Barry, Mike and Alois. I'm really disappointed by the way Liverpool approached the game and I have no kind words for them. Really? What? Uh, I don't wow. need to explain that. Uh, wow. Uh, 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 maybe you, can, you know what? Can explain uh, uh, and I think people, uh, people just uh, see it absolutely different. You know, you, you take a look at Liverpool's approach to the game. They, they did all they could do to try and win that game. 100%. I mean, the, the chances they created, yeah, yeah, yeah. Thibaut Coutoir had to make nine saves nine in that saves. game. That's unheard of. Yeah, that's unheard of. And he was absolutely fantastic. So I've got no problems with Liverpool's approach to the game. I no. think Liverpool was just beaten by a more experienced team yeah. in that final. Uh, and Real Madrid won it. Perhaps his interpretation, where, where, when you when you talk about uh, the approach to the game, perhaps you can explain to us a little bit more because that's yeah. baffling because the approach was absolutely pro- spot on. Yeah, attack, 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 on. attack. Yeah get chances and, and take one and Liverpool just couldn't take one because of uh, the exploits of the man of the match Thibaut Coutoir okay Divine Katsande says and final funny. doesn't matter how bad you play but you must remember your target is winning a gift Mourinho has check all 
his finals. Yeah, yeah, Mourinho yeah, Corsa. Yeah. Yeah, five, five out of five. He, yeah. he gets the yeah. job done. We saw him win the UEFA uh, Conference, Conference League, Conference League uh, yes. versus Feyenoord. And uh, <laughs> shed tears because <laughs> he was emotional. It was a big uh, one. Became, he became the first manager to win all three. Yes, indeed. Fanyo Mauto, new Mabuku. This will be our last message before we move on. Says Liverpool were never going to upstage Real Madrid in the UEFA Champions League final. They tend to struggle a bit when facing teams that are compact at the back and potentially dangerous in attack. That's why they always struggle against teams like Chelsea, ETC. He makes a fine point that, uh, against the compact teams. I, I would have thought that maybe uh, in the second half, uh, Klopp could have adopted the approach versus Tottenham in the Champions League uh, three seasons ago yeah. where he didn't he decided not to go gung-ho yeah. and say to Spurs you know what you come out and attack come, come out and attack yeah. we're not going to be the ones uh, attacking you all the time yeah. you come so he was a bit cautious and he had a modest approach in that game. He, he certainly did. Mm. And I think that, that might have paid dividends as well. But he continued uh, to attack, attack, attack. We've been talking about the man of the match, Thibaut Courtois. He produced a stunning performance as he had 24 shots fired at him for a deter- from a determined Liverpool side, making nine saves, uh, denying the Reds the chance to win a treble of trophies this season. Thibaut Courtois uh, says he needed Real Madrid's Champions League win over Liverpool to, quote, put respect on, my, on his name. Uh, let's uh, let's. Uh, so Thibaut Courtois, uh, Mike. Uh, he, he listen in truth. Uh, in local parlance, they say Agesa gave him socks. Yeah, yeah. I there, there was <laughs> yeah, nothing. Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I mean, uh, Thibaut Courtois was absolutely fantastic. I mean, the saves that he pulled off. Um, there was the one at the near post, uh, oh, Mohamed yeah, yeah. Salam. Uh, there was the Sadio Mane shot, Mane which he forced onto the the upright. Then there was the curler from uh, Mohamed. Sal, Sal, Sal. But more importantly for me, for Thibaut Courtois, was his other than the saves, was his performance in the last twenty minutes. Yes. Uh, yes. How yes. even with the crosses even coming the cross, in, I was about yeah, to say, even the crosses, he was fantastic. Ca- yes, his off, positioning, yes. he yeah. was cutting them off. He was leaving nothing to chance. I yeah. mean, he was the protection he uh, was, for his centre backs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he, he was, and and also in an area where Liverpool is traditionally strong this past season and that is set pieces ah, he made no sure change. that he gave Liverpool no change from corner kicks free kicks to whatever set piece it was he was there he was superb you know he, he, he was even confident yeah. you could actually tell you know even before the match in the, in the, in the passage you know he, the way he was standing right there and Focus. you could actually yes. focus, yeah, you could actually feel that you know what he's a man that is so relaxed and just feeling that he's going into this game you know he made, he made those saves that Thing, they, they they made a difference. They were going to They want to to move on. I could go to the other and then Ashley in Hatcliffe says, "That's Hala Madrid. That's City Angwa. Ngoro Eruwa Mahara Ne Madrid. Well, you know what? Uh, City fans, when it comes to UEFA Champions League, no, ah, I think they should no. sit down. Musadu Mamboi, we know Nottingham Forest, who we are talking about next, have actually won it twice. All the rivalries. Goal for Liverpool early on Derby Day. All the stars. Cut back of De Bruyne. He made that look easy, and I promise you it wasn't. And all the game-changing moments. Aubameyang, can he find a way through? You bet he can. That is top, top class. All the updates from the Premier League on ZFM Sport. Trapped it and turns away to celebrate. Nottingham Forest are in front.
Forrest attacked it. I think Colwell might have got a bit of it too. But Forrest in front, that much is for sure. The managers exchange a handshake. And Nottingham Forest are into the Premier League after more than two decades of despair. The long road back is complete for this great football club. Z. Yes, indeed. Nottingham Forest joining uh, Bournemouth and champions of Fulham uh, to return in the, to the Premier League. Nottingham Forest manager Steve Cooper uh, saying he is proud of his players as the uh, Tricky Trees were promoted to the Premier League after a 1-0 win against Huddersfield Town following last night's Championship playoff final at Wembley. Levy Colwell's own goal sent Forest into the Premier League for the first time in 23 years. Mike, don't mind it. Yeah, Nottingham Forest. Uh, <laughs> I, I remember, you know, my, my first encounters uh, with England football in the 80s uh, these are the names that we used to talk about yep. Nottingham yeah. Forest uh, you know uh, what was Brian it uh, Clough. Brian Clough Brian right? yeah. the manager yes, back yes, then exactly. Leeds He's United Queen's Park Rangers yeah. yes. Wimbledon yes. Uh, and those are the names it's good to have Nottingham Forest back in the Premier League and uh, it's just going to make uh, for, for interesting watching yeah. uh, because there are a lot of sort of like rivalries that uh, Nottingham Forest has with mm. the likes of Liverpool with the likes of Leeds with yes. United ETC uh, those are the games I think that in Interest the local fans in the United Kingdom. Yeah, Nottingham Forest themselves, listen, two-time uh, European Cup winners uh, and uh, a legacy club if ever you wanted one. Great to see them back. However, they've got some work to do having watched that uh, playoff. Uh, the, the the quality simply isn't there. If they want to stay in the Premier League, they'll need to recruit. Yeah, they definitely need to recruit. Uh, watching them in the final, but obviously they were still playing in that division and I hope that they've got the money. You know, uh, they, yeah. they, they, they'll get a, a, a little bit of yeah. From the league, they will. Uh, I hope that they 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 will buy wisely because we don't want them to come in and go back. And because, be like you're saying, club, that yeah. this is one of the big clubs that we have always known. Remember, Moses Stringer went to for trials at that club as and well. Forest, yeah, yeah, you remember that yes. son? If I say pass, I mean just that. So, <laughs> so we, we we are happy with that, and also our our our, our boys who were trying was it was it was it was the there? Yes, he actually recruited us at the club and dumped us there. And he left us there <laughs> and, and went. But we are happy. We are happy for the club. Very happy. Drum. The roaring fans. Take a ride on the wild side with the Africa Report on CFM Sport. Now, defending CAF Champions League coach Pizzo Mosimani says there is a lot at stake for him and his unlikely side ahead of their final against Moroccan, Moroccan Giants Huida at Casablanca tonight. Al-Akhli are looking to win the title for a record st- uh, third straight time. And you, it's hard to argue with the man, uh, isn't it, Mike? Uh, it's, it's, it's a big game. He's got a lot of pressure on and has had a lot of pressure on his shoulders. He's deferred some of, deflected some of it, but it's still there. This will probably put the, the, uh, the ice on the cape yeah, yeah absolutely uh, uh, Pizzo has had a lot of criticism especially from within Egypt I think a lot of it yeah. bordering on jealousy uh, yes. you know uh, yes. people are not happy with uh, a guy from sub-Saharan Africa coming to take over uh, the premier job on the continent for sure this is the biggest team in Africa and they've got Pizzo Monsimane from South Africa uh, as the manager and now he sits on the cusp of glory Barry why mm. do I say this because they, they are uh, I think uh, actually among four teams who have won uh, the CAF Champions League competition twice in a row since uh, the competition started way back in 1964 but all of the teams have then failed to win a third 
straight success. success yeah, if right. Al Akhli is able to pull it off tonight, Piso Mosimane will be the first to do it yeah. since the inception of the competition. And that will mean that his place in the African Football Hall of Fame yeah. will be complete. And again, we'll have to start discussions around. Surely he will deserve to be in the frame for best coach when FIFA gives out his uh, awards. Gives out his award, absolutely. And the, the, everything seems to be conspiring against him because the final is in Morocco, albeit it's not at the Wheat de Casablanca Stadium, but it's in Morocco. Uh, which sort of tilts the balance slightly. Yeah, it, it, it's like saying you're playing dynamos, but uh, it's not a Trufaro, it's at the national sport. It's at the national sport. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. you, you can almost, it, conspiracy theorists will say they're trying to work against him. Yeah, I think uh, it was it was a bad choice uh, for the final. As soon as they realized that it's sweet that, that they've qualified for the final, I'm sure they could have looked for, should have for, for an option and, and, and changed it. But anyway, it's tough and they stuck to their decision. I hope that uh, uh, athlete, well, I'm supporting them. Yeah. I want Pizzo to do this. You I know, think uh, Africa yeah, I, I, want, I, want, I want him to do it. Yeah, because there, there's a lot of talk in Egypt, and uh, especially from within, yeah. you know, from the especially the Atli legends. Mm. I've heard so many of them criticizing. Uh, we mustn't extend his contract. We don't, you know, there is so much and talk about it. It, it. it is, and now he is on the uh, on the verge of actually doing what no what. No coach has ever done in Africa to win him three times out of three. And when he won it the first time, he won the second time. 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 He won the second He won the second time. He won the second time. He won the second time. He won the second the He the Set up so it's not going to be easy for him. They're playing at home. They're playing at home. It's a, a 45,000 uh, crowd that's expected tonight. Uh, right. Expect uh, maybe 80, if not 90% of that crowd uh, to be back in Pidat. So exactly, they've yeah. already got at least a leg up in the final. But uh, Al Akli have shown in the last two years that uh, they have got, uh, listen, like Real Madrid, yeah. they know yeah. how to navigate the big moments in the big games. They certainly do. Quick predictions, gentlemen. I'm going with uh, Al Akhli to win uh, 2 1. 2 1 to, oh, 2 1 for me as well. 2 1 as well. I'm going for 1 0 for Widad Casablanca. Sad. Oh my god. Albeit I'm supporting Pizza Mosimane. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about it tomorrow on Top of Tuesday. Don't miss it. May God richly bless you. That's my story. And I'm sticking to it. Manande, out. And it's Messi! The cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world on any pitch in the world, in front of any player in the world, and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. Hi, this is Mike Madod, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.